Do you have big goals for the year? Or maybe you've given up on making goals because they've never worked. Let's talk about it. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to Simply Convivial. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler from simplyconvivial.com and author of the book, How to Use a Planner Without Wasting Time. January is the time that we want to be setting big goals for ourselves. Or maybe we don't because we've tried in the past and they just never happened. So why set them when that doesn't work? But why do our goals not work? Sometimes it's because they're unrealistic, but most often it's because we lose track of them. We're not actually working towards them because we've forgotten about them. So let's talk today about how to stick with our goals. So grab a basket of laundry to fold while we dig in. It's not unusual to make progress for maybe two or three weeks in January on those big goals that we make for ourselves. Then we peter out. By the end of February, it might have even been weeks since we've thought about those goals that we wrote down in hope the month before. No worries, there's still most of the year ahead at that point, right? We can pick those goals right back up when the next thing is over. But that kind of thinking is exactly what gets us into the place where we are at the end of February. Forgetful of our goals and not making any progress toward them. How are we going to stay consistent with our goals if we keep such an off-again, on-again pattern? It's not consistency and it's definitely not motivating. To stay consistent with goals, we don't need more motivation and we don't need more grit. Instead, sticking with your goals comes from attention and awareness. First, we get attention and awareness by writing those goals down. Vague ideas rolling around in our head make us feel idealistic and accomplished, or at least potentially so someday. That is, when those same vague, big ideas aren't making us feel strangely tense or anxious or like frustrated failures. Writing our goals down in concrete words and complete sentences forces us to wholly articulate what it is we're aiming for. Often in the process, we find that we really aren't sure what we're aiming for. When pressed to put pen to paper, we can't quite express it. That means that we don't actually know. Until your goal is written in a clearly communicated sentence, you might not actually have a goal at all. It might just be a nebulous wish. Second, after you've written it down, you have to actually look at it. Once it's written down, it's possible to read it and review it. And that is the nub 
of having goal-keeping success. They say out of sight, out of mind for a reason. We need to keep looking over, rereading, reviewing our goals if we're going to stick with them and make progress on them. If we don't keep our goals in front of our face regularly, acting consistently with those goals will be impossible because we've simply forgotten what they are. No matter how much motivation we have at the beginning, it will weaken. To keep our attention focused, we have to continually bring it back to the written goals. So how and when do you look at your goals? To be consistent with them, you have to know what they are. It's so easy to be distracted by all the incoming and potential tasks that are involved in mothering and homemaking. We need to read over our goals again and again so that thinking about them and then acting on them, is more likely. Being familiar with our goals only happens with consistent review. Consistent review will help you stick with your goals. We need to look at our goals for consistency's sake at least weekly. Once a week, while we review our past week and plan the next one, the weekly review, We should read over our goals in order to keep them top of mind. In fact, reading the goals should come before making a plan for next week so that the plan can be informed by the goals. When you review your goals and then make your plan for the week, you choose actions, tasks, and priorities in keeping with your goals rather than choosing them by whim or urgency. So look at your goals written down at least weekly and plan what you're going to do each week to move that goal forward. Stop thinking about accomplishing your goal all in one go and break it down into tiny steps so that you can take regular action. If you have one particular goal that you are working on, maybe you could try writing it on a post-it note or an index card and then put it up by your kitchen sink or on your bathroom mirror where you will see it day by day. Sticking with our goals is not about getting them all done in one fell swoop. It's about taking small steps over time. We need to keep our goals top of mind if we're going to let them influence our choices and directions. The most common reason for not following through on our goals is simply the fact that we get caught up in the moment and forget that they even exist. If we're going to change our habits, change our direction in a certain area, or change our momentum, it will take sustained effort and attention. The best way to keep up sustained attention and energy is to review those goals and make it an easy, simple thing to do. Is one of your goals being a better housekeeper, homemaker, having better cleaning routines or a chore schedule this year? Using other people's chore charts just doesn't cut it. 
it's probably not gonna work. What you need instead is a guide to creating your own custom plan fit to your family's needs, situation, and schedule. I have a three-page guide that we've recently redesigned and freshened up that will walk you through breaking up your own home into zones, breaking your day into chore times, and finding the routine plan that will work for you. You can find that at simplyconvivial.com slash cleanhouse, all one word, simplyconvivial.com slash cleanhouse. This free guide will help you make a plan that you can put in place because it's designed by you for you. So check that out, simplyconvivial.com slash clean house. And remember, repent, rejoice, repeat. <laughs>